to the book of Psalm, chapter number 23. Psalm 23, verse number 1. Such a sweet spirit in this house. From the very beginning until now, God's moving. He's ministering, and I believe in today that God isn't done yet, and I know that God has a word for us and for our church. I know that everything happens for a reason. God speaks, and God has some clarity for someone here today. God wants to minister. Amen. Psalms 23, verse number 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for Thou art with me. Thy rod and Thy staff they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Forever. Flip over to, uh, to Psalm chapter number 84, verse number 6. One verse. If you're there, say amen. Who passing through the valley of Bara, Barca, or Baca, make it a well. The rain also fill, filleth the pools. I want to preach for the next few moments. I know I'm getting a late start on in the valley. In the valley. Lay your Bibles down. Raise your hands to the Lord. Let's pray. God, in the name of Jesus, I'm praying today, God, it should anoint my lips of clay that I may speak as the oracles of God. I'm praying, God, today that you would help me, Lord Jesus, to do, Lord, what needs to be done, to speak what needs to be said in this place. And I'm trusting and believing today, by faith, you would do your perfect will in this house. In Jesus' name, amen. Clap your hands into the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Seated in the name of the Lord in the valley. Has anyone ever felt that way? We understand that life many times is not easy because life is not without its valleys. Wouldn't it be great 
if the Christian experience, walk with the Lord, never had a valley. However, we are promised in the Word of God, all throughout the Bible, that valleys are, are simply a part of life. It's just something that we have to face, we have to go through, we have to conquer. They are valleys in which you and I must face. They are things that happen to us. And there's things that we have to deal with. There's things that we have to go through. I mean, people can say and picture in their mind a valley. Pastor, what is a valley? But a valley is, is not considered a, 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 just a low place. Or, but valleys can be uh, different things in, in our lives. People will say, well, I'm in a low place in my life, and that is a valley. But many times you can have valleys in, middle, in the middle of some of your magical moments, if you could say magic or spectacular or supernatural moments in your life. You can still be walking in a valley. Has anybody ever felt like they were in the middle of a valley but yet walked in, in victory or had, or had an opportunity or doing something, but yet you still felt like you were in that place of, of suffering. Valleys many times. Are, are places in which you, you find yourself down at, at the, the surface on the earth. It is, uh, it is, this, it is earth's surface usually between the mountains and hills on each side. Valleys many times are deep places. Valleys are fixed between two mountains. So often we can study the, what valleys is and how it is. Valleys many times in our walk with God is dark places. It is places in which we are discouraged. It is places in which we feel like we are overwhelmed. And the word bark or back, uh, how do you say that word? You can study the meaning of what that really means. And the word back means it means weeping or sorrow or tears. Many times valleys are accompanied by, by weeping. Many times the valleys in which you walk through in life, they they are uh, times in which you have many tears and crying. Has anybody ever been through a valley where you would cry your way through? Has anybody ever had to cry their way through something? Has anybody had to just weep and just cry? Just leave me alone. I'm just going to have to cry it out. Sometimes you face things in life, you're going to have to cry it out. So here, here we read that when you go through this valley in life, that it is a valley in which there are some tears, a valley of weeping, a valley of, of, of pressure, the valley in which you, you want to, to follow. And many Christians all throughout our lives have to go through the valley of weeping and the valley that we face through life. Many times our difficulties and our challenges and, and and the valleys that we're going through, uh, they, they are there for a reason. They're there, there to show us a way to, to, to get through life that we could grow and, and be a part. No matter what you're going through life and you through in life, and you may be in the valley. You may be in the valley, and sometimes valleys are places in which you would be off of the beaten path. It's places to where the pilgrims many times had to pass 
pass through and had to go through and people had to be, had to work their way through and find their way through nobody had ever been there before nobody had every ever found there was pioneer pioneer pioneering through the valleys that that we uh, have to go through and many times we find valleys in our lives and we feel like we are invincible against those valleys and and though and I promise you there's no there's times in your life that valleys come in your life and you cannot avoid them we want to avoid them there are situations we want to avoid we don't ever want to go through them but I promise you if you live in the life that we're living in whether you serve the Lord or rather or, or you don't I promise you you will walk through the valley of sorrow and the valley of suffering and 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 I know that you could raise your hands that I've been there pastor I've been in times when I was when sorrow and suffering oh but at the end of that we understand uh, that that there is a beginning and usually the end of the valley that you are in now is simply the beginning of another valley sadly we can we can study and read of all the things in the word of god and we can study of how things may have happened and, and how people may have broken your heart and how things have happened to you in your life job simply said it to said it like this man as born of a woman is of a few days and full of trouble the valley's coming you have a promise today that your valley is coming you may be on the mountaintop right now, but you can be in a valley before you leave this place today. But there is a promise I understand that valleys will come. Yes, they will. There's all kinds of valleys that you have to go through. Valleys that you have. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. There, there are some things happening in your life that are spiritual. Yea, though I I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. This describes the experiences for each and every child of God. Yes, you walk through that, that, that shadow of death. The moment I almost lost my salvation. The moment I almost gave up. The, almost, the moment I almost quit church. The moment I, I, I almost died. Yeah, I was, in, I was walking through the very shadow that, of, of death and losing my salvation. Yes, I walk through that valley of death where there's a valley that we live through and go through there's valley of disease and sickness there's valleys that people have to go through when people are suffering through sickness and they're suffering through disease and all kinds of problems that happens to people all over this world valleys happen valleys are of disease valleys of divorce and uh, oh so many times uh, you, we can see how divorce has hit so many families uh, oh, more than more than a thousand times a day, Amer some American judges are 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 giving or are, are raising the gavel and, and 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 settling on those words. The words divorce granted. A thousand over a thousand times a day, they are a judge that says divorce is final. 
Valleys of divorce comes many times to people's lives and people don't want to be in that. And many times love stories end up in a valley of divorce. And things happen to people that are very disappointing. And things happen to people that they don't want to happen. And things don't end up like you want them. Things don't happen as planned. And I promise you if you ever face a situation like that that nobody is a winner and everybody loses when it comes to the subject and topic of divorce. Divorce is never God's plan. It's always God's plan and God's will to, 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 for marriage to be a lifelong commitment. And when things happen and divorce happens, it was never God's will. But I know that they will things happen in your life and situations that happens in your life that are not God's will but you have to go through them. That's not God's plan but you have to go through them. Yeah, God didn't want it this way but you're having to suffer through it. Yeah, He didn't want it to happen that way but you're having to deal with it. It's a valley that you have to face and you have to walk through and you have to suffer. I'm talking to you today about a valley you have to go through. And Many people that are in this room have had to deal with situations like that and had to deal with things in which you had to walk away in which you had to 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 do whatever it took to make things work but yet they didn't work yet a party would say that it's over or whatever however it may be get your stuff and get out you leave you, you if you don't like it then get there's the door get out and leave many of us have heard those words and many of those have had to pack up and leave and many of us have had to do to do that because of uh, issues that happen in life and things that would happen and when things are hostile and things are violent but God has not called us to under such bondage but he has called us rather to peace and uh, we can study the scripture and out and how those valleys you had to go through and those nights that you had to weep and those times you had to pray and the sufferings that you had to go through and the loss and the pain that many times children that had to go through that had to face this is a valley in which nobody wants to have to walk through. I promise you, this is a valley that you many times we people in our world have to face that but I promise you there is life through the valley there is power through the valley that you're having to face yes there is times when you are go through the valley of loss the valley of when you lose your jobs you lose your livelihood you lose your life you lose the things that you trust in there's valleys that you have to face and there's valleys you have to go through valleys in the morning valleys in the day and the night sometimes when you think you're getting ready to get ahead you face another valley you're faced with another valley you're faced with things that happen and many times people blame God for valleys but don't blame God when valleys come oh 
because the valleys are there to show you and the valley valleys are there to lead you and valleys are there many times people will, will blame God through their valleys and their suffering and their things and they would consider how in the world why would God allow something bad to happen to good people but I promise you we're living uh, today if you're living and breathing I promise you that bad things happen to good people and if bad things happen to someone it doesn't mean that they're sinning it doesn't mean that they're doing something wrong it means that God has led them through a valley and God has a reason and some people say well why me why do I have to go through that why do I have to, to face that why do I have to, to suffer through that those are valleys you have to go through I'm talking to you today and many of you can relate of the many valleys in which we walk through in our lives valleys many times they have a destination at the end every time you walk through a valley it's taking you somewhere it is a destination in which God wants to take you God oftentimes takes you through the place that, 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 that goes to the dirty places and, and when you get to the end you can, you can find out that the dirt has been explained the, the problem has come to a resolution and you understand that why you had to face that you may not understand why you have to go through what you're going through right now but God is there and God is ready to move and maybe the, the job loss and the hours cut maybe that is a valley in which gives you the opportunity to get a job in which you make more money than you've ever made in your life but if you stay in that valley I promise you victory will not come but if you walk through the valley they though I walk through the valley when I'm walking through the times of depression yes I'm walking through the time of joblessness yeah I'm walking through the time of loss but keep on walking valleys that God puts you through there's a reason for what you're dealing with God's explaining through as you walk and you understand that valleys themselves are temporary don't give up don't drop out of the church don't leave God don't give up because there's greater things better things coming at the end of the valley you may be in a valley here today but just keep on going there's a wow there's a wow coming to your life a moment where you can stand back and say wow Wow, has anybody ever been through that wow moment when God would move in your life and give you that wow moment in which you, you would say, wow, I didn't know it was going to work out. Oh, He can work things out for your family. He can take care of that sick baby that's on, on uh, uh, down sick in the hospital. Maybe you're getting ready to take its last breath. Oh, you may be down and out, but I promise you, you understand that there is times in your life that you're going to have to understand there has to be something that you have to do in the middle of the valley. Our, our scripture says that they, there's wells that's going to be dug inside of the valleys where water will come. We understand all throughout the scriptures that there were people that dug wells. Abraham dug wells. Isaac dug wells. Jacob dug wells. And so many others 
There's so many others have dug wells. Jacob, uh, he survived hundreds of years. He, he dug wheel, wells for all of these years of calls. He knew, and people, and even in our modern time, they knew the first thing you done when, when you went somewhere is dug a well. You go out into the property and and you you scoping out where you're gonna put the house and 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 them old timers they get two coat hangers or whatever it is and they they walk around like this. You ever seen that happen? They get them two little coat hangers or whatever it is and they they put it together. Has anybody ever seen that? You've done it. He's done it. But you walk through there and then you you see it. Oh, there's water. Here's where we're gonna dig. And the first thing you done before you built your house, you found out where the well was. You found out where the water was. And that's where you built your house next to the well. You know what? In your walk with God, you need to find out where the well is and build your life beside of the well. Build your life beside of the life source. Build your life around and beside the very thing that's going to produce life and well-being for you. You didn't want to build your house on the other side of the land, although the view might be prettier. But if there ain't no well, you're going to die. Imagine packing water. My mom tells stories of all of the, of the water she packed all through the, through the, through the years from, from the well, packing it in the house to wash, packing it in the house to drink, packing it in the house. Every time she wanted water, she had to pack it through the house. So you had to make sure that the, that, that the well was there. So in the, midst, in the midst of all that you're dealing with, in the midst of all that you're going through, we need to understand we need, we need a well in our lives many times we go through our lives we're going to have to have a well because in the middle of that valley it can be a defining moment in the middle of that valley throughout the scriptures there's a point when we realize that something has to come and something has to change sometimes you're going to have to dig a well you're going to have to dig a ditch so often we can, we can read in instances in the Bible as well where the prophet told, told them to, to, to fill the valley with ditches and to dig ditches and blessings comes right when you need it. But we, want the, we don't want the blessing to just come, but, but we want the blessings to stay. We want the blessing to sustain. If the water comes and there's nowhere for the water to come, we need to understand we're going to have to make a way. Uh, if we ain't got a well, dig a ditch. If you ain't got no water, dig a ditch. Because the Lord's getting ready to provide and the water needs to sustain and dig a ditch. If there's no well, dig a ditch. You know, some people say, I ain't got a well. I ain't close to any help. You know what? If you don't have a well, dig a ditch. Get yourself a shovel and start digging a ditch. Oh, it doesn't take much to hold a little water. Oftentimes blessings come into our lives. Oh, we, we, are, we don't need to, to just be reservoirs in which they just hold. But we need to have ditches that will allow it to flow through. Long lasting. Providing nourishment. Providing places. We live in valleys. And valleys many times can be dirty and dry. Oh, you can think about Ezekiel when it Ezekiel was led to the valley of dry bones. Valley of bones and the bones were very 
dry. You know what? Sometimes you're in a dry place. Has anybody ever felt like you've been in a dry place? Sometimes you're in the church and it feels like a dry place. Sometimes you're at home and it feels like a dry place. You don't feel no no moisture. You don't feel no God. You don't feel anything to happen in your lives. Those times in your life you're in a valley that's dry. It's a desert place. You're thirsty. It seems unbearable. God will tell you. Dig a ditch. Dig a ditch. Dig a ditch. Uh, Dig a ditch in the middle of your problems and your situations if you ain't got nothing to hold the what God is giving you I promise you God won't pour it out until you prepare for him to pour it out many of us have not dug ditches in their lives and that's the reason why God hasn't poured out blessings because you ain't got nowhere to put it oh, dig a ditch in your valley dig a ditch in your valley Look over at your neighbor and say, can you dig it? Can you dig it? Valley, your valley needs to be filled with ditches. Valleys in your life, yeah, it's tough. But you need to dig a ditch in which the valleys of the blessings come. That it will provide relief and provide blessings to you. Victories come to your enemies. And victories come over your enemies. Oh, sometimes you're going to have to dig a ditch. Can you dig a ditch in your valley? Uh, can you stand before the giant? As David went down to face Goliath, he was in the valley. He was in, he was in the valley where he met Goliath. Yeah, he was down in the valley. Sometimes you meet your your biggest giants in the valley. Sometimes you have your worst trials in the middle of the valley. But dig a ditch, dig a ditch in the middle of your of your valley. Stand up in the face of Goliath, in the face of your giant. Stand up and ignore the attacks of the enemy. Stand up when Delilah sings her song. You don't need. To, to bow down you need to stand up and ignore you need to obey God oh no matter what you need to, you don't need to be uh, be uh, uh, in disobedience in the middle of your valley you may be going through a trial and a test but I promise you you need to stay faithful in the valley faithful in the valley God wants us to re- to remain faithful. Whatever we're faced with in life, we can survive the valley and God can give us victory if we obey God and not hide ourselves uh, from the thing, uh, uh, hide ourselves and hide ourselves from the things that God wants to do in our lives. Many people are going through things in life, but they hide or try to hide those things. I promise you, you're not hiding anything from God. You might hide something from me. You might hide something from your brother across the aisle, but I promise you, you cannot hide it from God. But all the while you think you're hiding it. God wants to give you victory, but you are hiding. And all you got to do is say, Lord, here it is. And that valley can be a moment in which it gives you victory instead of defeat. Hope instead of hopelessness. Victory over your lives. Those, it can be a defining moment to where you, can, you, you know that that is when 
God moved. Has anybody ever had those moments in your life that you can look back and you can say, that was when God touched me. That was when I truly repented. That was when I made my mind up I was going to serve the Lord. That was the moment. That conversation, that prayer, that altar. I remember I could take you to the place. I could take you to the place where I prayed and God filled me with the Holy Ghost. I could take you to the very spot in the floor that was the moment that God moved in my life. And many of us can go back to when God filled you with the Holy Ghost and you can remember the place, the altar. And maybe still today there could be tear stains on that altar. Oh, where God touched you. There's tear stains still on my old Bible where I cried and wept and prayed over the Scriptures as God began to reveal to me the truth of God's Word, tear stains on my Bible. How many could say that they got tear stains on their Bible where they cried and they prayed over the Scriptures? Oh, when God ministered to you through the valley, through the storm, through the wind, through the rain, here comes the help, here comes the strength, here comes the joy, here comes the peace in the middle of the valley, in the middle of the storm. Tears begin to flow as you read those Scriptures. Maybe the scriptures come to your mind oh, yay though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil oh I feel like I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death but I'm not going to fear for thy rod and thy staff for thou art with me thy rod and thy staff oh, they comfort me oh thou preparest a table before, my, before me before in the presence of my enemy oh the enemy's there but the Lord is providing me every single need I have the Lord is providing the Lord is making a way in the valley in the valley I'm going to praise him in the valley I'm going to go through in the valleys where you grow in the valleys where you know that everything can happen that anything can happen oh heaven is looking to see what you're going to do in the valley Hell is also looking to see what you're going to do in the valley. What are you going to do when the pressure's on? What are you going to do when temptation comes? What are you going to do in the middle of your storm? What are you going to do? Uh, this is going to be the very moment that is going to define you and your walk with God. The valley is what proves who you really are. It separates the boys from the men. The valley separates the women from the little girls. It separates the, the saint from the ain't. And there's a lot of ain'ts going around. They say the saints, but they're really ain'ts. But the valley many times happened. The valleys comes, and heaven's looking. What are they going to do? Are they going to dig a ditch? Are they going to find a well? Are they going to see what I can do? Are they going to get through? Are they going to give up? Are they going to walk away? This valley we go through. Oh, there is, uh, there is things that you have to go through in order to receive that victory. Many of us want to have great victories, but they don't want the valley. 
For every victory, there must be a valley. For every storm you have to go through. Oh, to, to be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to walk through the fiery furnace. In order to walk through the fiery furnace, there's going to have to be a tribulation. There's going to have to be uh, temptation. All of them things are going to have to come in order for you to have that miracle. I preached the message many times, many years ago, and referred to, to messages like that so often about the other side of miracles. Sometimes you want a miracle, but you don't want the sickness. Sometimes you want somebody to get up out of a wheelchair, but you don't want to be the one to get into the wheelchair. Oh, surely not. Sometimes you want to have to go through things. Sometimes if you want a victory, it comes with a valley. Sometimes if you want to walk through the fire with Jesus, you're going to have to face the temptation. You're going to have to face the tribulations in order to have God be with you in the middle of the lion's den and put the lion to sleep, there has to first come a test in which you pass. Oh, will Daniel quit praying? No, he turned his face toward Jerusalem, opened up his window and let it out. Let out the prayer. He wasn't hiding and I believe today we don't need to hide our prayer. When we pray before we eat in restaurants, let it out, pray it out when you're praying. If you're in the middle of Walmart, somebody wants to be prayed for, pray for him. If somebody wants to be prayed for on your job, pray for him. If somebody wants a prayer cloth, say here's your prayer cloth unless I'm praying I'm going to believe in it. Don't be ashamed. Now, you know what? Yeah, it's going to be tough and yeah, they may be a line, but you're going to see something like you ain't never seen before. In order to see something you ain't never seen before, you have to do something you ain't never done before. And if his church wants to see something that we ain't never seen before, we want a revival like we ain't never imagined, we're going to have to do some things we ain't never done some more before. We're going to have to pray some prayers we ain't never prayed some before. We're going to have to fast in ways we've never fasted before. We're going to have to come and do wonderful things for God like we ain't never seen before. And that's when we see the miracle. That's when we see the breakthrough. When we do the things we ain't never done before. Oh, there has to be a, 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 a giant in your, in your life in order for you to kill the Goliath, in order for you to kill the giant in your life. There has to be some resistance. There has to be some, some pain you have to go through. There has to be a walk with God. There has to be going, going through the test in order for you to pass and get the trophy or get the victory or get so many people wants to walk upright and I oh I've got the victory over the enemy and the world can't do me no harm but they're not walking in victory oh I got victory over the enemy then they go home to, and watch pornography oh I go over the enemy and the world can't oh you know what and then they go out and they get them a drink at the restaurant oh I thought you had victory oh then they're they're texting and doing things and they're doing all kinds. I thought you had victory over the enemy. Some people sing that they got victory, but they don't walk in victory. Many times things happen in your lives and victory happens in your life all because you have to go through the trials and you have to go through the tests and there has to be a time when you resist in order for you to kill Goliath. You 
you need to understand that there has to be a pair and there has to be a line. There has to be a private life. There has to be a devotion. There has to be a time you say, I'm going to steal away and pray. I'm going to pray, pray, pray until Jesus comes. I'm going to pray my way through. I'm going to pray and fast. Some people want to kill Goliath publicly, but they don't want to do things privately. Well, if nobody knows I did it, I don't want to do it. If I don't get my name in, in lights and I don't want to, if I don't get the credit, then I don't want it. Oh, but it doesn't matter about the credit. David had to have an attitude of excellence to where it was he wanted to serve the Lord and please the Lord even when no one was around. And when he went to the valley where Goliath was, there was a a killing of uh, Goliath and he took that stone uh, and sling he said you come to me with a shield and a sword but I come to you in the name of the Lord and Harry he gave that uh, that sling a sling and he shot it uh, and he shot and he hit hit Goliath right between the eyes and there he was and your giant may be tall but your giant's gonna fall oh your giant may be bigger than you but pretty soon you're going to be standing over it looking down and the very thing that was intended to kill you is going to be the very thing that's going to kill your enemy as David reached down and grabbed Goliath's sword and he cut the head off of Goliath by his own sword I promise you today that happened because he had a faith in a God that no matter how big it is God's bigger no matter how tough it is God's tougher no matter how bad your trial is when you're standing in the valley with a giant you've got a God with you in the valley let's clap our hands to the Lord Preached a message here a couple years ago, or last year, maybe a year, year or two ago, about the bloodline. <laughs> oh, talking about the valley. And I can't even, on the top of my head, I can't remember the name of the valley. And, and that was the place for the blood, the bloodline, or the valley of blood. It, it refers to the valley of blood, that valley in which Goliath could not cross. He had to go over. To where he was. That valley we faced with. There's valleys in your life. That are, that are filled with the things of God. But we don't have any prayer. God shows up to provide for us. But yet we don't have what needs to happen in our lives. We need to understand that we're going to have to be. We're going to have to be a a. a, 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 a a, a person, an individual in which we provide an avenue and pass for Jesus to come. God wants to do things, but until you are willing in an open vessel, God cannot bless you. God cannot do that until you open yourself up. But that valley, that turning point in your life, it has to be in your in, in something. Oh, that... Is welcoming by God. Oh, every trial can become a blessing. Oh, there can be peace in your valley. There will be peace in the valley for me, I pray. Let there be peace, peace in the valley for me. No more sorrow. 
and all the other words. I can't remember. You know the song, maybe. Some of y'all. But when you're in your valley, those are the turning points in your life. Everybody, anybody had a turning point? <clears throat> I remember those turning points in my life. That point to where it changed me forever. Some of us maybe remember the, the valley we were in when God turned our lives around. I remember the valley Brother Dave was in when the Lord brought him. What a, what a painful valley. A valley of depression. A valley of suicide. A valley of anger. A valley... That was meant to destroy him, but it was a turning point. You made a decision. I'm getting out. I'm going through. Hundreds of souls are battling today. Thousands of people are in valleys today. But I promise you, God is with in the valley. Valleys. A valleys that we go through many times, they sought a victory. They sought a victory. Salting through our tears. Salt your prayers with your tears. I preached a message years ago about sometimes I cry. Sometimes I cry. And in that message I preached about, taught about the the different types of tears that you, have, that you go through and, and the salty tears, the tears of prayer. The prayers need to be salted by your tears. Sometimes the valley that you go through is a valley that needs to be salted. Reading in the scripture, there is a valley of decision. Many of us have been in that valley of decision by studying in the scripture. We can know that there is coming a valley of decision. A valley in which there has to be a decision. We can study in the scriptures of how this valley, this valley of decision and how the Bible says there is a multitude that is in the valley of decision. Studying the scriptures, we understand that revelation, there has to be a deciding factor in which God would move and make a decision. But not only is that going to be coming, in Revelation, but there will be a valley of decision at each and every one of our lives. We have all been there. We've all faced it. We've all had to suffer through things and had to make a decision. I promise you, there's many in this place today that are in the valley of decision. So often, God says, 
this time for you to, to decide. He leads you through the valley of decision. Please don't take too long in this valley. Please don't take too long in this valley for it has death in it. Oh, so many people around our world linger too long in the valley of decision. Years ago, growing up, we would give an altar call and they would say, it's time to make a decision. And then old timers and some some were in were Baptists or whatever different denomination, they would say they made a decision. They were in the valley of decision, but they made a decision. But don't stay too long in that valley of decision. That valley of decision will end up being for being eternal damnation without making one. No one likes to make a decision. No one likes to be put on a spot to decide anything. You know, the, the, the drive through people knows me every time. I've gone, I, you know, I'm like, give me a minute. But this ain't deciding a number three or a number four combo. Do I want it large, medium? Man, I wish you didn't ask me. I was like, now I don't know. It's not that kind of decision. This is a place we study in the Scripture. A place where you have to make a decision. It is a place where you have to decide. Whether you're going to serve the Lord or whether you're not going to serve the Lord. Whether you're going to be faithful or not. Joel chapter 3 verse 14 reads about this valley. Joel chapter 3 verse number 14. Multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. For the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. The day of the Lord. The day of the Lord. Jesus is coming. The day of the Lord. You can read what the day of the Lord means in the devastating moment for ones that are lost what a joy it is for the ones that are saved but the multitudes the multitudes are in that valley for the day of the Lord is near that valley in which you're going to have to make a decision to serve the Lord as we all stand what valley are you in what valley are you dealing with? We all are in a valley. We all are walking through something. We could raise our hands and say, yeah, I'm going through something. You know, we, have, we still have prayer, prayer uh, requests. 
A lot of churches don't do that because they're afraid of what they hear. You know, you know, some, you know, you get prayer requests. People's going through stuff. You know, sometimes you know you don't do it on Sunday, but you go to midweek prayer and you're like, you know, you you give more details and pray a little bit more. And we gather around, we pray, and things you don't tell the whole church, but you might have a confidant or somebody to pray for, pray with you, to agree in touching anything that shall be done. Each and every one of us are going through a valley today. Maybe this valley you're going through is there are circumstances of your material life. Make a decision. Whether good or bad, people are going through circumstances. Valleys we go through many times, they determine our circumstances. Some of our circumstances are things we put on our own self, maybe because our our habits. We make habits in our valley. Has anybody ever went through something in a valley or storm and you do something now you didn't do before you went through the storm? And you call it a bad habit in the middle of it? Well, I used to do I used to do this, but now I'm just like stuck in a rut. I'm stuck in a habit. I used to I used to be faithful. I used to do this, but now I'm, I went through the storm, through the valley, and I, like some people went through the valley of COVID and never came back. Some people went through the valleys in life and they get stuck by habits. Many times habits decide things in our lives. They, they form characters in our lives. Many times your character is determined by your valley. The valley of decision in which we call life. Every day is a decision Every day is a deciding moment in which we can take action, in which we can overcome or fall prey. What will you do in the valley? What are you deciding to do in your valley? Are you going to give it over to the Lord and serve the Lord with your heart? Or are you going to fall prey? Are you going to get stuck? Are you going to continuing? In your bad habits, your addictions, your sins. I've heard people talk say, I I didn't have no trouble controlling my flesh until I went through this. Until I went through this trial. Now I have a hard time. Never had any trouble with fornication. But they suffered a loss of a loved one. And now it showed up. Spirits that you get through the valley. Don't let them determine your outcome. Don't let them determine what God has for you. Walk through the valley. Learn through the valley. Let the valley be a teacher in your life. God wants you to receive victory. We must want that as well. Let's pray, God, in the name of Jesus. 
whatever valley, Lord, that so many people are going through. Lord, I know that throughout the Scriptures, there's so many valleys that people face. There's valleys. and There's battles. There's things that may seem it only takes a minute to get over, but some seem like it takes forever to get through them. Some may have felt a battle, the same battle, fighting it for years. Lord, I pray, Jesus, for strength through the valley. Lord, I pray, God, that you would give anointing and victory through every test and every trial. For we know through obeying you, victory comes. Through trusting you that just a handful of praise, a handful of belief can get you through so many valleys of life. God, I'm trusting you, Lord Jesus, to be with our church, God, to go through our trials and our circumstances, even our valleys. God, let it be done. Lord, we believe in you for it, God. In Jesus' name, Jesus' name. I'm opening up this altar today. If you're going through a valley, I want you to come and receive your victory in the middle of the valley. In the middle of the trial, you can have victory and hope in this place. Let's come and pray in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.